What's up, guys? Welcome back to a Niners Purpose podcast. This is episode 27. I'm your host, Nathan, joined by... Hey, it's Tanner. What's up? It's Duncan. And today, Tanner has a quote for us. All right. So I have another quote by Benjamin Franklin for you today. It's, uh, it's tell me and I forget, teach me and I remember, involve me and I learn. In other words, you know, being told something, you know, that's, that's temporary. You're probably going to forget it. I know personally that if you tell me something, unless it's like of the utmost importance, I'm probably going to forget it. I don't have the best memory. But if you're taught something, you know, it's going to be more memorable. But, you know, sometimes you, you throw it out the window. You just learn it for a test. But being involved with something is unforgettable. Being involved makes you truly learn. And I think people can truly understand this when they really dedicate their time to a sport, uh, learning to play an instrument uh, at a job. You know, you can say you can flip burgers all you want, but if you throw you in McDonald's kitchen at rush hour, you're not going to do anything. you got to learn through doing. And I think that's one of the best ways of learning, and that's the best ways of learning that I've found in college, like especially with computer science or you can apply it to math but computer science specifically like I can read the textbook and go that meant nothing to me but then I go to a lab and I do it and I implement it and have to rely on my own brain and I understand how to do that for future projects or future assignments and you can uh, apply this type of logic to your everyday life and self-enrichment and I kind of wanted this theme today to be about enriching your life through knowledge and I feel like most people listening to this, you know, they're going to be college students. And that's that's their goal, too. You know, they're enriching their own knowledge so that they can get a good job, you know, in whatever field that may be. But to go to college, you have to enjoy learning in some aspect, I believe. And by enriching your life with more knowledge, just not staying in the classroom, getting out and actually doing it, like, that's why internships are so valuable. Getting out and doing it can enrich your life. But also understanding how you can do it in the the real world. Because it's not just in the classroom. You can involve yourself in so many other things like clubs, uh, your, your profession you're trying to get into, going to a concert, immersing yourself in culture, all of these things to enrich your knowledge of what you understand about the world. And that can add so much value to yourself as a person and give you a sense of purpose that you're sensing for in whatever you choose to involve yourself more in. Yeah. What, are you, what are your thoughts, Duncan? Um, I really did like kind of how this quote was written because you can tell that Benjamin Frank probably learned specifically from doing things, you yeah. know, mm -hmm. and not everyone learns this way. There's actually like my mom's a teacher. She's going to get mad at me if I get this wrong. But I think there's like two main ways that people learn or like two things that differentiate yeah. people. So you have people who learn by doing and you have people who learn by reading about it, essentially. And so. It turns out that young boys especially are really good at learning by doing something and mm -hmm. acting it out, but they're terrible at learning by like sitting still. Oh, wow. Stereotypes. Mm -hmm. But um, I think that it's very important that Benjamin Frank kind of acknowledges this. And I think that also there are certain things that you can't learn unless you go and do. You mentioned like enriching yourself in other people's cultures. Well, you can sit in a history class and learn, well this group of people usually does this at this point in time. But the thing is, is when you teach something like that in history, it's very hard for you to actually explain like the humanity behind their, their culture. Because the truth is, is even though this is what you learn in your history class, it's usually based off of a Holy scripture or a text or some like broad census. And so that's not actually going to give you a decent idea of how that people actually celebrate that. Usually mm -hmm. like, if 
you were to base your understanding of Christianity off of the Bible, you'd get a completely like wrong kind of interpretation of how Christians act. Mm-hmm. Because the truth is, is most Christians don't base all of their decisions off of like what the Bible tells them to do. And a lot of people have different interpretations of that. And so that is kind of an example of this whole, you have to go out and do something in order to actually learn and keep that experience with you. Yeah. Um, my thought is that that involvement is experience when you're, when you're taking that and you're talking about learning and we talk about the quality of experience all the time is that you're essentially turning knowledge concept, these abstract things that we talk about all the time as, and then you're putting it into a physical perspective, right? It's very easy for you to remember the history of Rome while walking through Rome. You're seeing the physical place where these things happen. You you saw you you know you're you're looking at Saint Peter's Basilica. You're you're seeing all these these famous uh, paintings and whatnot, and all these uh, famous all this famous architecture and stuff. That makes that makes this history concrete to you. It, it takes it from the abstract to the physical. And for a lot of people, that's a necessary um, a necessary connection that uh, um, has definitely become easier for us to to really implement with uh, internet and you know, being able to use like utilize video and um, good quality pictures and stuff like that and interactive tours online and stuff like that, that really involve you in the, in the place and the, uh, the situation. Um, It's the reason we do labs for uh, complex science classes. It's the reason why a lot of people get really bitchy at their math teachers because (laughs) it's like, what do I use this for? (laughs) Right. And a good chunk of the time, your math teacher is someone that is a conceptual learner, right? Mm-hmm. A good chunk of the time, they already know what that really applies to, but they don't find it necessary to understanding how to do the math, right? And so that's why a lot of people would be like, the best math teacher I ever had talked about it in terms of, you know, a realistic world world application and, you know, spoke to what do I use this for in real life, whether or not I'm going to use this in my career, as long as I understand the physical attraction or the physical use of this um this work that I'm doing, you know, it becomes easier to understand. You'd understand how someone would use it in a certain situation. And that makes, that makes your, your learning more concrete. It gets you involved. It gets you, um, taking from, you know, the abstract to the concrete, which, uh, makes things just, just easier in general to learn. Like Tanner said about the the computer science, you know, you're taking these, um, these concepts. Like I know a lot of people don't know how to read, um, boolean flow uh (laughs) flow charts for uh gateways and stuff like that and or all these operators and stuff Mm -hmm. like that it's hard to read it really is so someone breaks it down explains to you and then you don't use that you use you know you use that sort of logic in a coding assignment but you understand what that does you may still not be able to read it but you do understand what it's for it's the same thing you said with christians is that a good chunk of them have not read the bible a good chunk of them don't know why they do do what they do, but they know that it's part of mm-hmm. what that means to associate yourself with that group in that community. So, yeah, I mean, direct application. So. Yeah. Uh, one of the, the main aspects of this quote, the context behind it is that Benjamin Franklin and people like him at this time were actively trying to involve themselves in the world, whether it was publishing papers, doing experiments, all these other things and that led to this age of just inventions and new research and discovery. 
and they also encouraged other people to go out and do it because they saw value in it. Like so many people sprung up at this time valuing the new sciences that they didn't beforehand. Like I, I, more people joined this field more and more compared to the past because they saw the value in enriching your life through experience and new knowledge. And I think we can take something from that. Um, but like I was saying, that's like the whole purpose people are here for. Most people are going to university. And that's why uh, more and more people have college degrees because people in the professional world are seeing the value behind a four-year education. Though you can, you know, you can always argue like, yeah, I had to take a stupid class to go do something in chemistry. Yeah, but the overarching education compared to someone just coming out with a high school degree and those higher level thinking jobs is just invaluable. Yeah, and I think kind of building on to the historical premise here is Benjamin Franklin is kind of writing at a time where he's almost rejecting the old way of science, you know, because before the scientific method, all of your famous scientists were kind of philosophers too. You know, mm -hmm. they didn't run experiments that much. They didn't do stuff like that. They ran mind games essentially. And they were like, well, this is what would logically happen. It's kind of how we ended up thinking that everything revolved around the earth. It's like we knew gravity kind of was a thing, but we couldn't explain why, but that was good enough for us, you know? And so it wasn't until we started going, well, let's actually figure out this thing and let's test it and um, let's run some experiments. And I think that without running the experiments, there's no way that we could have actually known what we were thinking was right. Because the truth of the matter is you can think something all you want, but until you go out and you actually tried to do it, um, you'll never know if you're correct in your assumptions. And I think that that's a great thing that you can pull out of science and kind of incorporate in your daily life too. Because the truth is if you sit around in your room all day and you just make assumptions, well, he probably doesn't really like me or she doesn't really have a high opinion of me or my teacher doesn't think that I'm very smart, you know, and you never actually go and test those hypotheses. Um, it's probably going to end up with you just having kind of all these insecurities, I guess, and all these terrible assumptions, because the truth is, is a bunch of them are probably baseless or based off of this, like two seconds that you're microanalyzing to the, the like millionth degree. And then, you know, turns out that, well, he does really like you or she doesn't hate you. She just has a weird personality yeah. or something like that. Those assumptions can be very dangerous in the academic world. Cause I know most people they're in some class and like, they, they have a test they're like yeah this they skim over the study guide like yeah this is easy i got it don't need to study walk into class they look at it they go wide-eyed they're like what <laughs> is this you know or they they forget how to do it like midway through so there's this yeah. academic assumption can be dangerous also the teacher hates me assumption you know yeah like, like you get one bad grade or you get yeah. one criticism and then you're like the teacher hates me or they like, think i'm stupid yeah yeah and then like that's your basis for not doing well in the class for the rest yeah. of the that, year. That's not a good assumption to make. Ma mainly because, I mean, that applies to everything. If you assume that your circumstance is the is the result of other people's actions and you can't affect that, first off, whether or not that's true doesn't matter. Your result is always going to be the same if you assume that because then you, you take your hands off the wheel of the car. Like... You, you're driving and you just <laughs> start screaming I, I, I just and flailing. I can't control it. I mean, like, the people around me judge, create the situation where my wheel's yeah. pointing. That doesn't make any sense. Okay. It makes sense that things can be other people's fault. 
the reason you're in one lane is because the other lane's full, mm -hmm. stuff like that. But you're not, you know, like you steer your own path. You, you, you go your own way. And uh, just making the assumption that either other people are out to get you kind of thing, or you're just horrible. Woe is me situation is the result of, you know, your teacher hating you. You have a bad grade because um, they're mean and, you know, <laughs> they're not nice to you. They don't play yeah. nice or something like that. First off, that's, that's just not a good way to go through life because there's going to be people like that that, you know, really just have that, that negative draining effect on you. And you can't, you can't let that get in the way of you being, you being yourself to the best of your own ability. And because what it's going to do is you're going to become a person that's just, you know, you just react, mm -hmm. you just react to stimuli. You don't take agency <laughs> on, over, over your own life. You know, you don't, you don't, you don't guide anything. You don't start anything because everything that you have, you have because you were given and then everything you don't have is because other people have taken it from you. Yeah. You know, you, you live the victim and like entirely. If if you were to assume that like people hate you, like your teacher, like let's think about this for a second. How hard is it to hate someone? Cause to me that, that requires some effort. Yeah. You don't, you got to know a person. You, you got Yeah. Of. Like yeah. you gotta, you gotta know them. You gotta find something that you detest about them. And then you have to think about it. Cause you, you can't hate someone you don't think about. Yeah. You know? People make that claim all the time. Like, like they see LeBron James do something on TV and they're like, I hate LeBron James. I oh, love really? you know, yeah. you know But there's, there's a difference between claiming that you hate something and hating them. You yeah. know? And like that's a that's a fibrous. You feel yeah, it in yeah. your being yeah, type, yeah. Like when, type emotion. And when a student says, Well, I can't do well in this class because the teacher hates me, that's what they're saying. It's yeah. like the teacher is out to get me, you know? And that takes a shit ton of effort. Yeah. And like a lot you, of effort, your teacher probably yeah, doesn't yeah. want. It's to like in a, in a college, especially yeah. in a college environment, that means that the teacher had to pick you out of like a hundred people to in focus that one class. An exactly. amount of effort. It's like yeah, he just may be mean to everyone. Yeah, that's kind of silly. Maybe he's an asshole. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he grades hard. Yeah. Like the thing is, is you can you'll you'll have teachers that grade like an asshole. They're a dick. They they don't follow their rubric. Either that or their rubric makes no sense. You know, or it's just a hard rubric. Or yeah. or it's a hard a class. vague rubric. Vague rubric, hard class. Or the TA's grade. Right. Or the TA's <laughs> are stupid. Um, <laughs> that's not an uncommon one. Um, and stuff like that. So you're gonna deal with those those horrible happenstances. Mm -hmm. But the issue is that you know you just you make the best of it. You take yeah. you take agency over your own your own situation. And you just you you do it. You get yeah. you get your shit done. You know, because at that point, come end game, you're gonna be farther along than you would be if you told, you know, yeah, yeah. you said I can't do it or yeah. they're out to get me. You're gonna be farther along. On top of that, you're gonna be able to openly accept the fact that it isn't your fault and not be resentful about it. Yeah, I think we've had this conversation before because I remember making the comment, not don't be a uh, a Venus flytrap. <laughs> Just respond to the touch. Yeah. No, you like. I mean, literally, you're talking about driving a car and like if someone hits you, it's up to you to still safely crash. Like if in reason, like if it's just like a little like fender bender, or whatever, like not like you got slung across the highway, mm. like it's up to you still to safely crash. You can't yeah. just go, you know, <laughs> they hit me, their fault, <laughs> gives up, yeah. drives into you know, 
yeah. family I, e like even those situations like that's a big claim to make like to still safely crash but like you know within reason it's up to you to still control how you end up that may not be the best yeah. example but, but you no, still but have to control how if you crash and burn or if you yeah. just you know tumble a couple yeah, yards it's like you're going down a river and you hit hard rapids you know you're yeah. still the river doesn't want you right there yeah. as much as it wanted you in other places what are you going to do about it you're still going to navigate through it right and it's going to be hard but you're not going to sit yeah. here and say the river doesn't want me here <laughs> get out of the water and never ever get on a boat again that's stupid that's 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 a waste well, of your own potential to be fair the river probably doesn't want you there uh, i know you, you are the probably river probably didn't want trapped. you why are we assigning anywhere? the river consciousness i don't think the kids the river cares <laughs> hey. that's the whole thing about water go to flow I know. We'll let anybody the in the there. flow, the flow fucked up. Right there. <laughs> yeah, if you if you stop the flow, the flow gonna start you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But yeah, water always wins. Yeah, water does always win. Water always wins. I'd say, as like as far as that whole message goes, that's that's the part of like, like not getting involved and yeah. not taking like what Benjamin Franklin's talking about, not taking agency, not getting not getting that that learning you need because. You you tell someone something and good chances are they're gonna forget it. I mean that that's just like from personal experience. I don't remember everything I've ever been told. Mm -hmm. I can yeah. say it right now. Uh, everything I've ever learned, uh, I don't know if I remember it. That but that's one of those things. Like I could actively remember something, but not remember where I learned it. Right. Yeah. That's the whole thing is that you you understand the information and you acquire it, but you don't know where it came from. Maybe yeah. right. You know. And so that's not a bad thing, but it's also saying that you need to, once again, take thought, like how we covered with the, the thought to action mm -hmm. quote, that is the same thing. It's you're taking it from base level step of understanding to, you know, I, I kind of get it to it's literally applied to my life and everything you learn no matter like what concept it is, does affect your life. Every, every single experience you have affects who you are as a person. Like I wouldn't like to admit the fact that math teachers over the course of my life have had a big effect on the, the, the mental, my mental, uh, my mental situation, my, your my mental health. health. Well, yeah, they made like, them crazy. <laughs> what did they do to you? No, I'm just saying, but like, it's hard to admit that, Math has affected my relationships I have with other people, yeah. right? There are people that I talk to. You can talk to them about math because they know about math, right, too? But that affects my relationships I have with certain people because they can speak to me conceptually in a way that covers yeah. those topics without, you know, essentially having to ask whether or not I understand that yeah. thing. One so. of the best examples I can think of is, like, if you're, you're growing up, your mom says, like, don't do something, like, don't stick this metal fork into the outlet like because yeah. you're playing with it you're like all right yeah i probably shouldn't whatever then but then that. you're like hmm what <laughs> will happen if i stick the metal fork in the outlet and you stick it in and, and you get homeless. get you get electrocuted or cause an electrical fire you're like oh crap that had real life consequences and i i understand now not to stick things in outlets and like that that's how kids learn yeah. and that sticks with people and going out and getting those new experiences to learn more and to truly understand the society you live in, the culture you live in, the academic major profession you're in is just one of the great things there is to do in this life to, to find purpose and become a good, enriched, well-rounded person because I think it truly has so much benefit 
to, you know, don't leave it on the table. You know, what was the word? Don't leave, but don't leave potential on the table for your life. Yeah. Well, like also, you know, it takes on average about seven times for someone to tell you something before you actually remember it. Right. Yeah. Then not only do you have to remember, but you have to like give credence to it. Cause some people say, don't do that. It's bad for you. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. It's bad for you. And then you're like, eh, I want to do it. Cause like, yeah, I don't think I it'll think be, be that fun. bad. But yeah, like either either I think it'll be fun, or you have that delusion that it's like I can do it better than you, so or your it'll be fine. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you do it, and then you realize, oh shit, I shouldn't have touched the oven. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but it only takes the one time for you to touch the oven when it's hot to go. I'm never in, consciously making that decision. You got involved, so you seriously learned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it can be simple or complicated. Yeah. But definitely, um, we talked on, touched on all the major parts of this quote. And if I had to charge you guys with one thing to take from this, or I want you guys to take one thing out of this, is to, we talked about experience and going out and doing everything you can in the world. But I definitely think this is another way to think about it that should encourage you all to go out and find those new experiences, whether it be in the academic world, the professional world, the cultural world. And you'll learn, you'll, you'll learn so many new things about yourself and about those different fields to help enrich your life and help you find your purpose. See you. See you. See you guys.